0: Wait, say, say that again. Say it a little more into the mic.
1: Climate change is so rad.
0: That's more like it.
1: All right, here we go.
0: Good day and welcome to the Climate Change Therapy Podcast, a product of BlackRadius.net, your most trusted online media outlet for urban planning and unrelated topics. Today is November 18th, 2019. I'm your host, Hank Felsman. Thank you for tuning in. If this is your first time listening, you may be asking yourself, why climate change? Why talk about such an upsetting topic? Why listen to such an upsetting podcast? Well, to that, grant us this. As any good therapist might suggest to a patient, if there's something that's upsetting you, try talking about it. And that's where we are with climate change. So maybe by listening to us talk about it, You might feel emboldened to talk about it yourselves, with others, even in social situations, where (laughs) where bringing up such an upsetting topic had previously been unthinkable. And thus, the conversation grows, swells, the ideas develop among the people, the pressure builds for policymakers and corporations alike. And who knows, with a little bit of therapy and a little bit of luck, maybe our grandchildren inherit a better world. Today we have a very special program for you. Two guests, Maureen McQueen and J.J. Joy. That's J-J-J-O-Y. Two very talented, multi-talented urban planners. I know for a fact that the higher-ups at Black Radius, myself included, have been trying to get each of them on the show for a while now, so we're all thrilled to have both of them here in studio to shoot the breeze about climate change and unrelated topics with me today. But before I bring out Marie and JJ, let's take a moment to thank our sponsor, the new possible hoagie from Jersey Johnny's tastes so much like veggies that you won't believe it's really meat. And we also have to thank our sponsor, Roland Cases, Omos, rocking suitcases on wheels while I carry all that weight on your shoulders when you can add wheels to it for no more than one time payment of fourteen ninety-five, dollars Cases, whether you're flying to Milan on business Or taking the Amtrak to Harrisburg for pleasure, for pleasure, because we all go to Harrisburg for pleasure. Rolling cases are the suitcases on wheels for you and your life's journey. Rolling cases, and with that, ladies, gentlemen, listeners, old and new, I bring you Marine McQueen and JJ Joy. Okay, Marine, JJ, welcome to Climate Change the Therapy. It's been a long time coming. Though. I'm happy that you finally uh, were able to to find a night that works for both of you. Happy to be here.
2: Yeah, yeah. us too.
1: Thanks for having us.
0: So I understand you guys are both uh, urban planners of of some variety. What what the age is that? Do you want to take turns introducing yourself for the masses?
1: Sure. Um- I work as a city planner for the city with the water department. Um, I'm in the green stormwater infrastructure unit. And so, d- Do
0: your views express all the views of the city?
1: Yes, absolutely. <laughs> 100%. TV. No, 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 no. no <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Okay. I'm only like three days into working for the city, so I don't know anything about it. So they, <laughs> like, they negatively express the views of the city.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, so the other thing I wanted to ask as you introduce yourself is... What connection do you see between what you do uh, for your nine to five, nine to six, nine to seven and addressing climate change?
1: So the program that we work on is trying to improve water quality, which I think is pretty directly related to climate change. So we try and limit the amount of uh, combined sewer overflows. So it's like sewage overflowing into the rivers. We try to limit that. And the (laughs) way we do that is, not through gray infrastructure like pipes or tanks, but through green infrastructure, which then has all these other benefits to help climate change. Vapotranspiration, like water quality filtering, reduces heat island effect in theory, <laughs> improves mm-hmm. the air quality, blah, 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 blah,
0: So pretty directly related.
1: Yeah, I'd say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice. All right. We have a lot to talk about today, then. <laughs> this is going to be easy. Um, JJ?
3: So I work in economic development for the city of Philadelphia, Um, not actually the city like Maureen, but our public-private partnership between the city and the Chamber of Commerce. And I guess my work more um, indirectly relates to climate change. We're all about um, creating jobs in Philadelphia, and the more people in Philadelphia who have jobs in Philadelphia, the less commuting they have to do Mm -hmm. in theory um therefore emitting less carbon dioxide Mm -hmm. into the atmosphere and we also um fund a lot of projects include including septa would be one that i think would be directly related to it um a lot of schools a lot of the buildings that our dollars go into have Mm -hmm. green infrastructure or using some type of historical tax credit. Um, so lots of creative financing to try to get cool projects done and grow small businesses within Philadelphia.
0: Okay. So it, it seemed to me that with, for both of you guys with your job, you might talk about climate change at work. Is that the case? Or would you say that you kind of dance around it? Do you talk, if you, if, do you talk about it directly or indirectly? Because it's not a day-to-day issue. You know what I'm saying? The end goal might address it, but... I mean, are you having conversations with your coworkers about the apocalypse? <laughs> 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 or just with your friends?
3: Just with my friends, mainly. Okay. And my family. <laughs> what about you? Yeah, we don't
1: even talk about it. And you think we would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, the water department. <laughs>
1: Someone, Somebody brought up, like, a couple weeks ago, going to that climate march. Mm-hmm. What was it? The protest? Yeah. Yes. And then... Somebody else at work was like, no, we don't have to go to that. We work towards combating climate change every day. It's fine.
3: <laughs> I think we talk about it mostly when it comes to like talking about the weather. Like if the weather is actually yes, wacko, yes. we're just like, oh, climate change. It's small talk.
1: Yeah. <laughs> not the big talk.
3: Not the big
0: talk. Okay. And do you talk about climate change outside of work with your friends? Let uh, me it's, rephrase it's the not, question a little not. more specifically. Um, how often do you talk about climate change with your friends days per week, minutes per day?
3: It might be like a one day a week topic for me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I feel That's like I don't, science. I don't have discussions about it.
1: I wish I did, but it's more like, oh, climate change. We're all screwed, right?
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh yeah. It's more we of are. like
3: this passing. It's, more, it's a good conversation. Stopper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: What about podcast topic?
3: I think it's, I mean, safe space.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is, I, I would think I really would have trouble talking to anybody about it, except through this This means, you know, so it's very important to me. And
3: <laughs>
0: yes, this is this is my anti-drug is talking about <laughs> climate change. Um, six steps. Um, so why don't we, we start off with, with a segment, right? We're all city planners I like to describe to people were professional worriers. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh oh mm-hmm. that oh nice car, but uh what's its uh you know, gas mileage or, or whatnot.
3: <laughs> Why do you have one in the first place? <laughs> That's a beautiful house, but yeah. like it's
0: so inefficiently it's so... heated and cooled. Mm-hmm. Um so what you want to worry about. I was actually like looking at a yeah.
3: at buying a house and it had um It's one of those older houses in Philadelphia, and it had, like, oil heat still. Oh, (laughs) wow. It was just like, I don't don't feel like I can buy this house because I don't have enough money to put solar panels on it at this point in time. Yeah. (laughs) So. That's crazy. I know.
0: Yeah, that that reminds me. What do you think of the heat in this room? Because I had problems with my heat all weekend, where this room, I think, gets a lot of heat, but the rest of the house...
3: This room feels... This, warm, this room actually.
0: feels re- really warm <laughs> because the, the the heat vent is only in this room for oh the God, whole. It's very inefficient. The whole house, yeah. I'm just gonna
3: have to get comfortable in here for the whole winter.
0: That's not smart. <laughs> um, but Joe, I understand you're you're looking at maybe buying a place in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Um, is sea level rise <laughs> and climate change <laughs> con- concerning to you? About have you noise?
3: buffered the waterways? I I think I might. <laughs> have to um <laughs> use that new dorothy technology Let's see what <laughs> see where in the floodplain you are um you should get her on here
0: i, sh- I should i should that'll um,
3: be um so penn grad is developing um a software to since the federal flood maps are basically so out of date to being like okay this is Actually, oh. your home's risks of flooding hmm. with climate change and all the different crazy weather we've oh, seen wow. lately taken into effect. That's awesome. Who's so, mm-hmm. doing
0: that? Yeah, it's really cool. I'm going to try to get um, Ariana on at some point for sure. Um, when you are, are looking into buying, do, is there flood insurance like with houses in Philadelphia that you have to... Because um, Philly it used again, to be like a bunch of creeks, right? So it floods.
3: Yeah, it's only right now the regulation is that you only have to buy it if your house is in the i think hundred year federal flood map area Mm -hmm. which only i mean it just philadelphia is a huge city and it kind of depends on on where you are Mm -hmm. um so i think some places south philly closer to the stadiums might have a higher risk than say where i'm looking up Mm-hmm. in fishtown but what i think is so crazy is you're starting to see especially in kind of along the delaware all this development right on the water yeah right. that's and crazy like, to me wh- it's what and planners <laughs> are behind it too like yeah
1: the delaware river group is all for that and yeah we saw that huge development they're proposing i was like wait a yeah.
0: minute what mm-hmm. well is sea level rise gonna affect the river
1: yeah it's tidal there yeah
0: mm Really?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And even... <laughs> what? I know. I don't understand. Right. Even yeah.
3: if, if like, and the sea yard. level rise doesn't yeah. affect the river, all all the kind of like crazy rain mm-hmm. we're seeing also affects rivers. Yeah. So.
0: It's tough. You got to make tough choices. Like if you're going to try to get people to live in the city and not have a car and live downtown, um, you got to find development sites that you can put um, tons of people on but they're not always going to be the most secure yeah i think they're trying to trade off like okay
1: we can get public access to the river if we build these luxury yeah units right next door i think they're kind of like all right We'll um, get mostly good stuff if we get a little rich bit of that. people who are stupid <laughs> yeah. enough to
3: yeah. buy their property. <laughs> yeah,
0: and I think <laughs> that I think it's a good trade-off <laughs> because when you talk about putting like the band-aid, finding like the real cause of the problem, it's better to say, hey, we're gonna have our properties flood, even our new ones, and reduce emissions because like reducing emissions kind of has to be the key, and even if it comes at the cost of of flooding that's like true that's
1: still... yeah i'm just not sure they're designing them to flood but that
3: would be yeah great if they did that mm-hmm. speaking of flooding how about venice yeah that's that great what's going on with venice it um, flooded. It flooded i mean it's Didn't always it flood like thousands of years ago <laughs> always, <laughs> always semi-flooded it's yeah. a little like five feet more yeah. flooded than usual like saint mark's square is completely There were covered. just some crazy
1: photos of people walking across like a plaza or a square
3: on these like raised platforms. Yeah. yeah. It's extra flooded more so than usual.
0: <laughs> wow. Have you guys ever been to Venice?
3: I've been a couple of times. I have. Yeah. Hmm. yeah.
0: Is it, is it nice? Is it in- enjoyable?
1: Mm-hmm. It's super cool. Yeah. I mean, at this point it's just a tourist <laughs> town kind of, so yeah. it's, it feels a little fake, but. It's like cool fake though. But it's like, cool fake. It's amazing <laughs> that that was once. Like a city. I guess that we're was... going to
3: have a lot more Venice's. It's canal. It. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Is canals
0: used to be streets? No.
1: What do you mean, like Canal Street?
0: Is can- <laughs> no, it's canals. Like you said, it used to be a city. It's canals were always water, though, right? Oh, Wasn't yeah. I just mean built-
1: that it used to be like, I don't know. Like not but, a tourist place. Not a tourist place. place. Right. Yeah, yeah, that was just a place that people live because it's like, so cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Home of Marco Polo. Oh, is that true? I think so. I don't know. Let <laughs> <laughs> well, me also, t- speaking of not being sure of things, water. I want to correct uh, myself. I, I, I realized I made a mistake on the last podcast. I said that um, that lithium, which is a mineral that we're all trying to get to make batteries for storage, mm. I was saying that it was most prevalent in Africa, and now like all the countries are going to converge on Africa for lithium like they've converged on the Middle East for oil, and that that's like a really it's a vulnerable you know the the consequences are are enormous uh, it's not lithium it's cobalt <laughs> <laughs> um okay good so you're buying a house that's pretty cool
3: sometime sometime before 30 is my goal
0: okay one bedroom, two bedrooms, four bedrooms, <laughs> McMansion, six bedrooms, depends on how many two kids Two-car right?
3: garage. <laughs> yeah. um, that's just going to be a little Philly old thing.
0: Okay.
3: A little row home. A little
1: thing. A little thing,
0: yeah. Um, while we're on the subject of, of water, I want to do a little segment that I like to call uh, Climate Change Facts and React. So here's a pretty good one. Um, how many gallons of water do you think it takes t- to make one glass of orange juice?
1: Wait, what do you mean? The glass itself or the orange juice or both?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which is whatever this fact says. <laughs> I don't know what goes um, into it. Seven. Seven gallons?
1: 20.
0: 45. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's true that we have no idea what these facts mean. And that's the whole. I think that's the whole problem of communicating the effects of climate change, the effect is that everybody has their own kind of questions about what that means. Like, is that all the rainwater that it took to grow the tree, to grow the orange, or right. just the water to add to the squeezed yeah. pulp?
3: I'm guessing yeah. it's because uh, with so many of those fruits, don't they have to, they're grown in really dry climates like California. So, mm-hmm. right. I don't even know. Where to start when talking about California's water situation (laughs) or Mexico, right?
0: Do do they naturally grow there or?
3: A lot of
1: things naturally grow there. What do oranges? Yeah. Oranges are mostly from Florida, right?
0: Florida naturals.
1: That's what the commercials told me. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: what the label said.
1: But I know California makes a lot of nuts like almonds and that's super water intensive.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. And that's all I have about that.
0: So, <laughs> oh, when when you go to the store and you look at the granola bars, what kind do you get?
1: Oh, well this plays into my like ongoing consumer guilt and indecision about how do you know how to buy things that are more sustainable than other things when everything is really just destroying the planet and mm-hmm. the cheaper things which you're more inclined to buy are destroying it more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you don't just buy the most expensive thing because <laughs> yeah. it's presumably more sustainable.
0: And like I I've tried to eat less beef. Yeah. Um so I've been trying to eat more beans and and nuts and different mm-hmm. kinds of protein, but almonds if those are out of the question, like what <laughs> yeah. what is Basically sustainable? you
1: can't eat anything unless you grow it yourself. You <laughs> <laughs> can't eat anything. <laughs> no.
0: Oh my god. What's uh, what uh have you ever have you had a meal in the past week That you haven't felt guilty about eating
2: hmm. I don't know Cause I, I no. had like
1: a quinoa Like a meat free quinoa salad for lunch But I was like no isn't quinoa destroying the rainforest Or something <laughs> I just...
2: Yes
3: definitely Maybe I don't know What did I have Mm-mm. I mean now that I'm I've, Plenty of them I didn't feel guilty about At the time but now that I'm thinking Back in twenty eight I mm-hmm. I now feel guilty About
0: And wine. Wine is also very water intensive. Yes. To grow the grapes, you have to.
3: To rehydrate the human afterwards. (laughs) (laughs) A bottle of water after.
0: Yes. Um, So, how do you cope with consumer guilt? What do you do? You can't just stop eating.
3: I just feel guilty all the time. You just kind of get used to it,
0: feeling guilty. (laughs) Do you really feel guilty?
3: Kind of, yeah.
1: Not even just with food, but with other stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: like if you buy clothes, yeah, and you're like, oh, this is nice and cheap. I got it from right. Marshalls, but you're like, that's probably made now I enough. have this
3: I have this mm-hmm. like yoga mat that is just <laughs> it's like five years of sweat built up into it right now and I keep wanting to be like, oh, I need to get rid of this yeah. and get a new one and but I look at it I'm like, you are never you're gonna be along longer than I am right. yoga mat right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like do I just keep? Holding on to you, yeah. or do I just accept the guilt and That's get a something new one? Marie Kondo did not talk about. Yeah, she did all not. All the stuff talk. we're throwing away. <laughs> yeah.
0: Do you, do you think there's a future in which all products, like whether it's yoga mats or granola bar wrappers, have to biodegrade? Is that possible? Like you would make a yoga mat out of bamboo and grass mm-hmm. or string or something. <laughs> I <laughs> just that... have so little <laughs> faith
1: in like companies to do that, unless they were mandated to. And I have so little faith in the
3: government to mandate anything like that. <laughs>
0: yeah. um, okay. Well, I
3: guess it, I mean, yeah, mm. it's tough though. Cause you know, maybe the yoga mat can't biodegrade, but it is made of, other things that can biodegrade either, so you're kind of, mm-hmm. kind of able to kind of recycle those non biodegrading things into to other things. Like mm-hmm. I see these these yoga mm. pants that are like we're made out of plastic bottles. Like the <laughs> yeah. yoga pants will probably never disintegrate either, but at least they, right. <laughs> yeah. Basically, they we need to get keep... better at recycling. Yeah, I think I think recycling could do a reboot on it. Some Here's a, a
0: question it. I have though. How like let's say you have a bunch of plastic bottles, right? Mm-hmm. To uh, make that back into like a re- to to renew that. Don't you have to kind of like burn it and heat it? I
3: have and... no idea how the the plastic bottles become yoga pants. <laughs> yeah. really don't no idea. <laughs> yeah. They could just be lying. They could just be I'm very like true. Sure, would be like, "Ah, oh, I just feel so less guilty now about yeah. buying these yoga pants than the other yeah. ones."
2: Well,
1: and now they say that like all these things we used to recycle, there's no market for them anymore. Yeah. And I'm like, Well what?
0: I know. <laughs> the market was China is is what you're saying. And now yeah, yeah that, that story how, how Philadelphia used to or now it's like was burning fifty percent of of its products. Of recycling.
3: Yeah. yeah. So I do think there's, you know Hopefully some sometimes I'm just like, Oh, I should just start a dump <laughs> that's better at recycling than the burning but yeah i think there's mm-hmm. an opportunity for kind of maybe the the private market to be to do some dis- disruption mm-hmm. make recycling cool again mm-hmm. make it profitable again
1: yeah and like when they res- the source material is recycled, but then also the product after it's reached the end of its useful life is then recyclable. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like we're companies are doing a lot of the, like this was made out of recycled blank.
3: Right. But then, but then you're like, well, what do I do with this bike? That was once aluminum cans. Right.
0: <laughs> and maybe more realistic in the short term is also compost. Yeah. Another, mm-hmm. another climate change fact is right now it says in the USA only three uh, percent of food scraps are composted.
3: That's one thing I've, I've been trying to do is you know have less less food waste. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if I am going to buy this horrible almond milk, I'm going to drink the whole carton. Right. Right. <laughs> and then recycle the carton.
0: <laughs> another another fact: twenty five percent of all <laughs> fresh water in the U.S. Uh, is used to produce food that we eventually waste. No yeah oh, i think That's
1: i've heard something
3: like that yeah
0: yeah
1: yeah i'm trying to buy less food until i know that i'm gonna use it
3: mm-hmm.
1: and then i've com- i've composted before but all the programs i'm aware of you have
3: to pay for it
0: yeah
1: and i feel like i didn't produce enough waste to make it
3: worth yeah well, well i've only heard of the with the Bennett compost here in Philly, yeah, that's mm-hmm. the one I did. Some guy like goes around on his bike and picks <laughs> up, up some up buckets of <laughs> like, <up> your buckets. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: I, I moved on my neighbor's compost for a little while, How'd but you do then it? I, I did just you, kind of got lazy about it. i I feel very I feel more guilty I think about not composting, than I do about any, anything related to what I do on an individual level. Like mm, yeah. I, yeah. I fly on planes, oh, I eat meat, I. You know, drink wine whatever i eat almonds um
3: you could but i i,
0: I feel like composting Fly that's on, what i should be flying doing.
3: flying on planes is a big thing yeah i like, don't like to well, didn't some reports say like in order for us to be carbon neutral like, air travel would essentially have to mm-hmm. like stop, stop. we've stop. set up our like
1: relationships though that air travel is just a given.
3: Our country is so freaking huge. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well
1: and never like your parents recently lived halfway <laughs> across the country. Now they live you know? downstairs. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: well the future it's gotta be high speed electric trains. That's what it kinda comes down to.
1: How high speed are we talking?
3: And How then, quickly could you get to Saint Louis? And then mm-hmm. we need to make boats.
0: Maybe like ten hours.
3: Boats cool again. Like, oh, <laughs> I'm <probably you> know <laughs> when I mean? did
0: boats stop being cool?
3: Like long, I feel like the Titanic scared everyone for a little bit. Yeah. So how
0: people, badass was Greta Thunberg coming know, to America on, on the that boat? Oh boat. yeah,
3: yeah. I oh mean, my God. If we all could be her, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Greta, um, the way to walk the walk,
2: the
1: hero that we need. What's that Batman line?
2: Uh, I'm gonna kill you. (laughs) Um,
0: uh, speaking of climate change heroes, I I bring up the Hyperloop because um, there is an article on CNN that a 13-year-old girl, for her science fair, invented a Hyperloop that everyone is saying is a better design than Elon Musk's.
3: Good. He drives me nuts.
0: (laughs) And and the concept, the concept basically is that it's a um like Elon Musk wants his train to be a kind of magnet magnetized weight sort of. And this, this girl's hyperloop, she basically, um, she has the train is not a magnet, but it's like attached to like another kind of like heavy object that kind of like creates all the momentum for it. That's like pushed and it like swings the, the hi- I'm describing this awful. You, <laughs> you, you, you guys talk about climate change. While well, look this up really quick.
1: Where <laughs> to- is the hyperloop supposed to be? Wasn't talking about. Was it going to be in L.A. Oh, is this the L.A. like the San Francisco thing? I don't know.
0: There was going to be one on the northeast seaboard from like Boston and uh, New York, what, Philly. I mean, trains
1: it. would be great if like right now they almost cost as much as planes sometimes. Yeah. Or it's just like, Whatever. oh, the bus is so much cheaper that mm-hmm. doesn't make sense.
3: Yeah, I usually take the bus to New York.
1: Yeah, same. I'm pro bus. <laughs> Let's yeah. just get fast buses. Electric buses. <laughs> Electric buses. Step <except> one.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: High speed buses. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, this is thirteen year old thirteen year old scientist designs alternative to Hyperloop. This is pretty recent I don't know how to but um, yeah several rival companies may be hard at work trying to get Elon Musk's Hyperloop concept off the ground but hurtling across country maybe even across continents at 600 miles per hour in a low pressure steel tube still feels far from reality but 13 year old New York student Caroline Crouchley may have invented a more economically viable and eco-friendly Hyperloop solution Crouchley's idea, which just won second place <laughs> the <laughs> annual middle school whatever challenge. We need to
1: look up what was first place.
0: <laughs> is to build, build pneumatic tubes next to existing train tracks. And magnetic shuttles would travel through these vacuum tubes connected via magnetic arm to trains traveling on the existing tracks. This system would utilize current train tracks, thereby cutting infrastructure costs. Anne Crouchley says, eradicating the potential safety risk posed by propelling passengers in a vacuum. Ah, okay, so that's it. So instead of, Elon Musk wanted to put the cars, the train cars, on kind of these magnet tracks so that they're kind of floating and levitating. And then her idea is instead put the train on existing train tracks so it's on the ground, it's secure. But then there's a giant weight that it's attached to that is uh, magnetized and, and floating. That mm. um, gets propelled and kind of pulls the track, to almost like a sidecar.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool! Yeah, she's thirteen.
0: She's thirteen, but mm-hmm. second place, so <laughs> a loser. <laughs> um, yeah, that's from CNN, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have another segment. You guys want to hear it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I wanted to talk about um, how. You know, as urban as planners, we love to worry about things all the time. I think I began introducing this, uh, this before. But I'm going to give a premise that's a, a kind of ideal that we are aiming for. We're all working, spending billions, trillions of dollars, countless hours, days, years, lives of energy for these final goals, like these normative outcomes, as John Landis would put it, <laughs> that we all want to achieve, right? What is the goal? What are humans trying to accomplish? So I'm going to give you an example of an ultimate goal that we can attain, but then we're going to go around and, and uh, worry about it. Okay. So, mm-hmm. so the first goal is let's say every let's say everybody is given a million dollars. So so there's no poverty, right? No poverty. Mm-hmm. Everyone's a millionaire. So no more poverty.
3: Is, every, is there no more poverty or is everyone a millionaire? <laughs> That's everyone, two different extremes. All
0: right. Every, let's just say everyone's a millionaire.
3: So much congestion. So everyone many. would want to drive.
1: many cars. <laughs> <laughs> and they'd be like, why is everybody else on the road?
0: <laughs> That's going to be the answer to a lot of all these of them? <laughs> things everyone wants to, is going to want to drive.
3: Who knows? Maybe more people would take a subway because...
1: It would be only us on the subway it'd be the three of us <laughs> <laughs> it'd be greta
3: no she'd be on a boat yeah and i feel like unfortunately a lot of people don't like taking public transportation because you see so many people in poverty on it so if no one's in poverty maybe they'll be like well i don't want to see it be stuck in and my so,
0: car. I this, don't like driving. I hate this, driving. This is amazing. So is—is is this really the the most concerning thing about giving everyone 000, 000, no, that, a million no, dollars? That there like would be the less people dri- uh, taking public transit. <laughs> less- <laughs> I would probably still take public transit. Yeah, I would too. Because if everyone's driving, there'd be so much traffic.
3: Right. I Ooh, want to maybe
1: we'd car. end up, it'd be like a boomerang effect. <laughs> what does that mean? We'd get real, more. We'd get worse and then everyone would reverse course to um, public transit.
0: Yes. Um, so the, also
1: by then everyone would be poor because they spend all their money on cars. And yeah. All their money on public transit. You just gave everyone
3: a million dollars. You just set like the new threshold. It's like, like Andrew st- Yang st- times a million. <laughs> everyone <laughs> yeah. still has. The same amount of money they had before. (laughs)
0: All right, let's start with that. Uh, You said energy bank. So everyone gets $1,000 a month.
1: I think that's a great idea. I don't don't know about the economics of paying for it, blah, 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 blah. But yeah, great. Give everybody $1,000.
0: My question is, is it just going to be my rent goes up $1,000 a month? Yeah. Um, Maybe not. I, I don't know. There are rent laws, right? There are max increases. Yeah,
3: you might have to I don't know.
0: The reason I, I do like that idea though is that if it doesn't work, you can always just stop doing it. <laughs> Never <laughs> like, mind. That's my philosophy with a lot of these policies. Like, why not just try it? You can always you can go yeah. back. You know? Yeah. You can say, What well, even when you pass like the bill or whatever, you can say that. We're going to give everyone, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Any more pilot programs <laughs> <out laughs> of the final love. Thanks. Yeah, it's going to pilot Medicare for all. <laughs> <laughs> but why not? <laughs> you know? I don't know.
3: Why isn't anybody running on that? It's a bunch of pilot programs.
0: <laughs> they, technically, they have piloted Medicare for all. It's called Medicare, yeah. <laughs> 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 just piloted it
3: first. Sure <laughs>
0: of All right, all right. So we uh, so need to start
3: phrasing it like that. Like we did the pilot. <laughs> <We laughs> it was a success. It
0: worked. <laughs> they should pull. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so everyone given a million dollars. Our biggest worry is that maybe people would drive more. Maybe they use public transit. But overall, pretty good thing. We're for. No, it. Or
1: they would buy just more use stuff. They would use so many That's resources. True. It would just yeah yeah.
0: They'd fly more.
1: They'd fly, fly more, they'd buy more shit buy that's more meat. wasteful, they'd buy a ton
3: of meat, barbecues every day.
0: Yeah. Because mm-hmm. poverty, there's no such thing as poverty, only relative poverty.
3: Exactly. That's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. It's like, if you give everyone a million dollars, like there's still people who had a billion dollars before yeah. who are still going to have that, and then the people yeah. who have a million dollars, and <laughs> that's it, or people who are in debt.
0: If you give all the mice cookies, they're all going to ask for a million (laughs) dollars. And right.
1: think of the cows to get all that milk.
0: Oh, my God. Imagine if you gave every cow a billion gallons of milk. (laughs) 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 Um, Speaking of cows, here's a climate change fact for you. We said that 45 gallons of water makes one glass of orange juice. How many gallons of water do you think produces one pound of beef?
1: Hundred, absolutely no idea. Hundred forty-six.
0: <laughs> twelve <000. laughs> <What? laughs> thousand. the front door. It takes twelve thousand gallons so of water one pound to of produce beef? one pound of eat. You that guys seem all skeptical. the water that the cows drank in over its
1: lifetime. <laughs>
0: I don't know, but it's a fact. <laughs> all right, there's no alternative Where do you get facts. These facts from. I'm about to tell you.
3: Climatechange.com? No,
0: I have the I have the source here. I'm just uh, looking for it because I have a lot of different mm-hmm. facts from.
3: Does this assume the cow lives to a ripe old age and is drinking lots of water? <laughs> well about, hydrated what cow. about veal? <laughs>
0: veal, oh my god, that's so good, but so awful. I know. <laughs> uh, Foodshift.net slash wp dot dash content dash uploads. <laughs> <laughs> from twenty fourteen, so it's probably more now. Um Yeah. Yeah. It's it's pretty tough. Um Okay, so let's stick with the the segment that we that we were on. All right, so the next perfect outcome for us to worry about is everyone lives forever.
3: I don't think that's a perfect outcome. <laughs> we we would we're already over, we're already overpopulated yeah, as it is. We'd really every, have to go okay. to the moon. Every environment has their carrying capacity and I think we're past that. So
0: Do you think if everybody lived like, forever, people would have more or less kids?
1: less eventually you'd be like i can't support yeah the kids <laughs> i don't know
0: <laughs> you think people would have less kids if they live forever or just have kids later in life
1: why would anyone want to live I forever? just think, think if we already exhausting. have what, what what do we have 8 billion people yeah and then we would, just double that in a couple years because no one dies that
3: is not a <laughs> Then we can not it would be just chaos <laughs> okay absolutely yeah. okay, we need Maybe there's like an optional opt out, like I'm done. Oh, like a button.
0: <laughs> there is. It's called a trigger. <laughs> there's like there's a lot of different buttons. I, I, yeah.
1: Okay. So we're not immortal.
0: Yeah. How so, far should we go down this path? So <laughs>
1: how can we die? So you guys, you
0: guys don't want to live forever if given a choice? No,
1: no, no.
0: Okay. Because I definitely would want to live forever, but I agree that it's a bad idea that everyone gets to live forever. <laughs>
1: You want to be one of the few.
0: I'll, yeah, i gonna be like Hancock. You know that movie?
1: I don't get that
3: reference. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Will Smith, Charlize Theron. Um,
3: oh, yeah. I think I saw that in theaters a while ago. Yeah.
0: The lesson is that you really don't want to live forever. No. But you what didn't did, take what, that way. What's your optimal age?
1: For living or for dying?
0: For <laughs> for, for both for the uh the point at which life becomes death
3: i feel like 80 is a good one 80
0: yeah but then you mm. wouldn't know what the 80s are like
1: no <laughs> I, at this point i'm saying old because like my parents are getting pretty old and i'm like ooh, right. if they died at 80 that wouldn't be that far away so i'm like
3: about oh, ninety eight. Yeah, I just walked down the stairs some mornings and my knees hurt, and I'm just like, how much longer do I have to do this? Well, that's,
0: that's a good way to think about it, though. What's the optimal age that you would want your your parents to live till? <laughs> they're
3: gonna listen to this podcast. <laughs> no, they're not. No one's listening. <laughs> they're like going to listen. You're like sixty <laughs> three.
0: No. But my my parents, you say you say eighty because you say like people. You know, I should live for, till like 80. I said
3: for me, I'd want to live till 80.
0: What about Marine? What's the, what's the option? Joe boy? has the
3: power to choose when everyone dies. <laughs> 80 and you're, you're out. I don't know. But Jane Fonda's like in her 80s. I know. And, how, and she's still getting like, she's still fighting climate change. Yeah, so. Every Friday.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I love Jane Fonda.
3: She, yeah. Have you seen her HBO documentary? I really want to watch that. Jane Fonda mm-hmm. and 5X.
0: No. Is it about climate change?
3: Um, I, think I mean, she's been an activist her whole life. So mm-hmm. I think it's about both that and how she makes her money.
0: Hmm. I really like Jane Fonda. I was almost named after her. That's why I'm called Henry, after Henry Fonda. Really? Yeah. <laughs> My brother's name is Peter.
1: Whoa. Oh. Your family was just a really big fan of the (laughs) Fondas. Still are.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so living forever, it's kind of uh, debatable, you know, maybe. Uh, But how about this? How would you want your kid... If you were to have kids, would you want your kids to live forever?
3: I don't plan on having
0: kids. Don't plan on having kids? No.
3: I want my dog to live forever, because so so I get...
0: Is it because of climate change, or is this just like a, a thing that you've always kind of thought?
3: Climate change... Is a great excuse to not have kids, I think.
0: Have you always used it as an excuse or is it a new excuse that you've began to use to justify your no, I not think, wanting kids?
3: You know, like most good excuses, I don't know. I read an article a couple of years ago about essentially the most significant thing you can do to reduce your carbon footprint is to not... produce other carbon producers (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) um so and then i was just like something clicked and i was like that's a a great excuse not to have kids because so many i feel like for so long people viewed people you don't want to have kids as being like selfish because you didn't want to like share your resources with with little Mm -hmm. spawn um but now it's just like, oh no, you're selfish because you're just gonna yeah destroying the you just earth want a with a mini your... version of you, even <laughs> though it's going to kill the
1: planet faster. Yeah. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. yeah, understandable, marine.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's makes you feel guilty for wanting to have kids for sure. You're like, what are you going to leave those children with a mm. dying planet?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. Yeah, I don't know.
0: I've I've thought about this a lot, I've, and I've said this on other podcasts I've also had this um, discussion, but I th- I've i come to the conclusion that I, I do want kids um, and I kind of, I always did sort of until grad school made me a little skeptical, I would say mm-hmm. and le- learning about climate change for sure. That's the most like direct reason that I, I wouldn't want to have kids, but I've come to kind of s- see it as I do with voting. Like, My vote, it doesn't really make a difference. No. But if everybody (laughs) held that opinion and decided not to vote, then everyone's vote would make a difference. So I kind of see that with kids. Like if everyone just decided that they're not going to have kids because the future is so bleak, then we wouldn't, no one would have kids and then there would be no future. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then that's a bleak future without kids.
1: For sure. Yeah. If there's, If in general we're under repopulating, whatever that word is, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I think having kids, that makes sense. But what if we're still just like overpopulating, overpopulating, overpopulating?
3: Yeah. What if you just adopt a kid that's already, yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. That might be, that's true. That's like recycling. (laughs) (laughs) That's (laughs) composting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, did, have you seen the movie Three Identical Strangers?
1: I have not. Oh, I heard about it, but I haven't seen it. Ooh,
0: this is a fascinating movie. It's about it's about adoption. It's um triplets that that grew up and they've discovered that but they grew up in separate households and then they discovered each other like later in life. Mm-hmm. And this is all about like how they kind of got reconnected by chance and then the whole underbelly of the uh, the adoption world. So even like d- adoption which is like recycling of children. <laughs> like it's still got like, it's dark, dark sides, you know? Yeah. Um, hmm. Okay.
1: Do you recommend that movie?
0: Yeah, I do. I do a lot. Um, and what what I think was most interesting about it is we always wonder what about us is nature versus nurture? Mm-hmm. And this movie really shows that there's a lot of nuance to that question. And
2: mm-hmm.
0: I mean it's just kind of an ongoing I, I don't know. There's just there's a lot relevant. I don't want to provide any spoilers. Um, but it's a good movie. And it's a true story. All right, let's do let's do uh one more. Um total positive outcome. And we're gonna react to it and find the the downside. So this positive outcome is that all of a sudden scientists scientists determined that the earth is no longer warming <laughs> 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 that somehow the atmosphere has adjusted to our industrial practices and global warming does not need to be in a concern <laughs> any longer
1: i think that actually would be bad <laughs> i'm not cuz there's so many yeah. other negative consequences to the way we live that if people are like oh cool we don't have to worry about climate change they would just be like so wasteful we'd have Oceans filled with trash, and I don't know, our water would be so polluted, our air would be so polluted, because we we're like, cool, mm-hmm. the climate's not gonna change. Yeah, you'd still mm-hmm. have
3: the pollution. Which yeah. I'm trying to remember a point where like climate change wasn't a worry. Like, I remember, like, back right. in elementary school, learning about, like, acid rain. Yeah. And the ozone layer. Right. Like, <laughs> It wasn't mm-hmm. really... The, the global
1: warming wasn't covered then.
3: Yeah, but there were still other, like, human issues caused by human behavior mm-hmm. to worry about. So, I feel...
0: Right. Re- we talked about recycling in, we still- in the 90s. <laughs> we
3: did. <laughs> Cycling mm-hmm. was hot new
0: thing in the 90s but isn't that almost the most compelling argument um for addressing climate change in a way that even if warming wasn't a thing Mm -hmm. there's still such serious problems that we have to change and act on right yeah like even even if you didn't believe any of the science like you would still understand that we have to kind of change our Practices of of development and land use and waste.
3: Like breathe in India, right? Sometimes because the right the Mm -hmm. smog is too bad, or in places in America too, you can't Mm
2: -hmm.
3: breathe. So I still think there's lots of yeah health effects, and you know the type of. Mm-hmm. Pollutants we've put out into the air have been, you know, proven to cause cancer, and then you can't live forever.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I when I ask uh, this quite a question, what's like the most shocking kind of environmental thing that you've you've witnessed? And I don't I don't mean to answer this in like it has to be the most, but just what comes to mind when I ask this question? What's the most shocking kind of environmental thing you've witnessed? And I'll I'll start off that I um. I spent a month in Mississippi in high school uh, around Gulfport. And I remember when we got there, there was this huge beach. um, uh, And it was the Gulf of Mexico. And there was nobody on the beach. And it was the summer. It was was like a hot day. Nobody on this beach. And they're like, yeah, you can't go on the beach you can't swim it's it's all it's all polluted it's all oh, yeah. toxic the whole gulf the Whoa. gulf of mexico yeah, you, you is... look on the map it's blue it's next to the caribbean you uh, can't swim in it because it's all the discharge from the mississippi which is the discharge from the whole uh, you know wheat basket of america bread basket whatever so to me that was a shock mm-hmm, yeah I, I grew up in jersey we have the shore you <laughs> know coffee water in the shaw and i would spend uh you know summers on you know on the cape on uh, boston that was a terrible accent, but you know like i'm it's, you, if there's water you could swim in it right but now here's like the gulf and it's on the map it's next to the caribbean and you can't swim in it that to me that was a shock uh, do you have yeah. similar memories
1: well just recently i was in california and it's never a natural disaster i've had to worry about as like pretty lifelong east coaster with only some time in the midwest and they just luckily it wasn't that close to the fire that, that affected me but they mm. shut off power like everywhere and so just, you should live without sorry you should have live without power did you get should i repeat any of that fires fire. in california and how they shut off power everywhere <laughs> yeah um and that could greatly affect some people's lives that need power mm-hmm to live, like, I don't know, elderly folks or kids. Like, you don't have a refrigerator. What if it's really hot or it's really cold? Lights? Well, yeah, not to mention lights. You couldn't Except charge.
0: Except
1: for the fire. <laughs> Except for the fire that Sorry. lit up the night sky. No, I didn't do that. Um <laughs> Yeah, you couldn't charge anything. We're so dependent on devices. Yeah. It was crazy. The, the traffic lights were all out. Yeah. It's waiting for... Vision Zero. When were like you in California?
2: I don't remember this.
1: Like in October, oh, for the wedding. No wedding. No. And you didn't just invite JJ. I
2: know. I didn't
3: <laughs> so invite how JJ. Did not no know. E. <laughs> <laughs> did
0: you just? Did you go just for the almonds and? The just wanted to get almonds that, <laughs> and to the reduce oranges? my carbon <laughs> footprint.
1: <laughs> I flew there, <laughs> picked up some almonds, and flew back.
0: I was talking to a a friend who should be who should remain nameless but it was last year during the california fires and he was an ex-firefighter and he was saying that his solution would just be to pipe in water (laughs) from from elsewhere into california to fight the fires and i was trying to just convince him that that that's like not not a good idea because like we just we just don't have a lot of water
1: yeah Mm -hmm. that's already an issue in california (laughs) divert all the water yeah, yeah. Like you
0: just got to not build in areas that get set on fire. In, in preparation for this podcast, I was listening to another one. Shout out to Climate 2020. But <laughs> they were talking about how the fires in, in California, they're not even burning down the trees anymore as much. It's just the houses.
2: Yeah, mm. It's
0: the houses that is the flammable, that, that the fires feed on, not even the trees. Like the trees are have That's developed crazy. a resistance to the fire. But that it's the houses that burn.
1: The humans have you not developed build a, resistance? a
3: a fire resistant
0: house. Um, a lot of metal brick, maybe. Oh. No, that. Wasn't the city of Philadelphia <laughs> designed to do treat that? treated wood? Yeah, yeah. Space. It
1: between. doesn't work though. There's so many fires here still. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Because by that by that logic, like sprawl would mitigate fire, but that doesn't happen in Cal- California. Is the sprawliest right. of the sprawliest.
1: Yeah, I know so little about like uh, forest fires, but it was just kind of crazy how much it ch- changes the life there. And that it's like today; it's not in the future. That's today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
0: People in LA can look up on the mountain and they see the fire and they just they just look at it, and then the cognitive dissonance they just look and then they just go on with their day.
1: Do you want to hear it even worse? Yes, we please. saw smoke and then we went to wineries. <laughs> <laughs> You asshole! Oh my
3: god, <laughs> a lot of guilt there. A lot of guilt there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um.
3: Just pour the wine on the fire. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> would
0: not work. Joe, do you have anything that comes to mind when <sighs> when you think so, something that that you kind of witnessed at, at a, a young younger age, or at a current age, where you're just like, damn.
3: I feel like it's really boring, like Midwest heat waves mm-hmm. where it's just like a hundred degrees for two weeks on end. Mm-hmm. And so it's not that that interesting. That is crazy though,
1: because so many people don't have air conditioning.
3: I feel we do. We have air conditioning. But presumably other people. <laughs> no, <laughs> I honestly feel like um, since... A lot of the places in the Midwest are, like,
1: newer. Oh, they do have. Then, like, you, you don't
3: build a house in the Midwest and not put central air in. Yeah. It's just yeah weird. I, mean, I feel like you don't do that here either, but so we have retained so much of our older housing stock that you have. A lot of window units. Hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: A lot of windmills out in the Midwest?
3: I said window units, but <laughs> there are some windmills. <laughs> Too. They don't need AC Sorry, there. They just, just
0: use the windmills. I just really <laughs> yeah. like windmills.
1: You were trying, <laughs> yeah, yeah. trying to work windmills into the conversation. <laughs> yeah, I'm
0: always trying to work windmills There's no windmills in the greater Philadelphia area. I feel like we should no, except for, just for the ones up. on
1: top of the Link, the little babies. Oh yeah. What's the Link? The Lincoln link Financial Field, <laughs> where the Eagles play. <laughs> Oh, okay,
0: those aren't windmills. Those are little bit ba- like they're little like baby, baby yeah, like babies.
1: propeller things. Yeah, like, doesn't yeah, the lake so. like
3: power itself though? It has all those solar panels too. You would hope with all yeah. those
1: it powers itself. Like otherwise,
2: mm-hmm.
0: guys, I went to um Berlin two weeks ago. Oh, you yeah. know how how Germany is like way <laughs> at. Guys the... have been going on all these trips that I don't <laughs> know about. Yeah, you, you have an important job joe jay jay with the e. um, i went to berlin because uh, uh first of all as a jew i just had to go to germany no but uh <laughs> but germany is like kind of the forefront of climate change and and i do see a connection between um you know declaring war on the world twice genocide and then kind of being at the forefront of this righteous cause you need, you need to feel guilt. You talk about consumer guilt. You need a kind of, you need to experience guilt before you can experience redemption. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they're kind of on this redemptive path in a way where they're really um, trying to promote sustainability. And I went to um, the Futurium had a, fr- a free exhibit where they um, in Berlin where it, it it was all devoted to climate change mm-hmm. and all about um, how they would transition and the possibilities. And there were, their parents bringing their young kids and like reading the plaques, and the kids were like, were like at four degrees of warming. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you're gonna die a nasty death, bleeding out the eyes." You know, <laughs> like they did not shortchange change. It. it was legit. There was no sugarcoating at all. That's great. Yeah, and there was a whole and there was a whole kind of section about cities. Where they quoted like Jan Gell and other kind of urbanists about how you know walkability yeah. and bike and pet are, are so important uh, to fighting climate awesome. change yeah. so, um, so that was definitely definitely cool to cool to see that, but they have a lot of windmills. I don't know really where I was going with it. I just kind of wanted to brag and say, "I have vacation days so <laughs> you know not That is
1: cool though. I don't think about other countries a lot and like what they're doing for climate change
0: they're all doing
3: better than than us
1: yeah
0: yeah i mean certainly at the federal level like i think we're doing a lot at the local level Mm -hmm. you know hiring you guys you know (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah okay
1: i went to the transit museum in new york recently and there were so many people there that i was like This is great. Everyone's pro-transit. Have you ever been to Philadelphia's Transit Museum? I just realized we had one. that like SEPTA gift shop, you mean? (laughs) (laughs) I
0: said Transit Museum. uh, Where's the Transit Museum?
3: Somewhere on like 13th and Market. It's like the the same place where the gift shop is. An old trolley and then a gift shop.
1: Yeah.
0: Hmm. But I kind of want to go anyway. (laughs) I think I have been there, too, and I just didn't notice (laughs) that. I, I am very. You said you were at the New York Transit Museum. Mm-hmm. She was. Did you do you remember anything from it?
1: <laughs> yeah, it was only a week ago. <laughs> I, I remember. Tell us a story. Oh well, I still don't understand. Even though they had many placards, is that a word? And now it is um, paragraphs and pictures explaining how they built the subway. I still don't understand. It is a miracle that that thing exists to me mm-hmm. and all the subways, but New York, especially because it's so vast and it was built such a long time ago.
3: Mm-hmm. And, and they, have, they had like the foresight to do it. Right. Yeah.
1: Like at that time. And
3: Cause it takes forever for them to put a new line in. Can you imagine
1: yeah. us trying to get any kind of new subway line now? It wouldn't happen or it would take 50 years or something.
3: Mm-hmm. It would take fifty years. It's so yeah. much easier to do it when, like DC did their sub subway design, like before much of that development. That's true. Even right. had occurred.
0: That kind of. Sometimes it bothers me when people complain about the New York City subway when it's so much more expansive than any subway in right in the country. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's it's not an easy location for a subway network with all the water.
3: Mhm. yeah that blows my mind more than anything is subways going underwater yeah, yeah i don't get that and then people died yeah making it yeah, yeah. people died making a lot of infrastructure which That's, is i think yeah. is one of the reasons we're so reluctant to like do infrastructure anymore is because it's we're just, dangerous we're just so against people dying unless they're killed by guns um, <laughs> I mean, oh. If you go on the um, the Ben Franklin Bridge, there's like a plaque in memoriam of all oh, the people that died yeah. like building the Ben Franklin yeah. Bridge.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I can see why people are upset though. Like, SEPTA it is, it's nice. Like, it it obviously it's convenient and it's better than nothing. But I mean, it, Berlin, girls, Berlin. Like, even a Dres- I went to Dresden, like. Mm-hmm. These cities have electric trains. They come every two minutes.
3: They yeah. have those because they got bombed the shit out of in World War II and got to rebuild all over again. Are you asking for someone to bomb us? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Yeah, it's just like yeah. when you compare yourself to those those cities yeah. that had to completely rebuild. It's people forget that that's one of the reasons why mm-hmm. we're able to.
0: Why is that like? Why? Why is it helpful? to be bombed in order to build infrastructure <laughs> like a, like because why everything
2: is
1: destroyed you don't have everything to destroy destroyed. anything other people are like throw but you, you need, money
0: but you need the money to build like housing and literally everything um so how come a city that has nothing has money for infrastructure but new york doesn't
1: no we'll take money to build anything so they mm-hmm. just have to spend money and then they don't have to deal with the cost of removing stuff on top to build the stuff underneath. Right. I think mm-hmm. I know what you're saying, though. It's like, just where do they get the money, and why don't other places dedicate that money?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't the, know. Sorry, this, I'll take a slight left turn. But the other uh, kind of insight I had was a lot of their trains are elevated in mm-hmm. Berlin, mm-hmm. and a, a big problem with the L here and in New York is, is the noise, right? People don't want to live by a uh, noise train, but it, it's electric, so if the future of trains is all electric, mm. then elevated has a lot of promise yeah. because you don't have to go underground. Um, so I, I thought that was pretty interesting how I think it's feasible for more cities to do elevated trains that go mm. over traffic. They don't have to be or like just, a tram and stop at red lights.
1: Yeah, yeah for sure. I, t- I got on an electric bus today and I didn't even hear it coming. It <laughs> crept up on me. <laughs> oh, my God.
3: Like, ah, the bus we have electric buses now i guess so those fancy new ones
1: you know where the seats are like i'm usually on the
3: yeah right that makes sense where the seats aren't (laughs) carpet they're not carpet yeah huge improvement
0: (laughs) okay so uh, i will leave you with uh one final fact that we can we can react to here do you want to hear a fact about Mm. Trees, or do you want to hear a fact about what it means to be human? <laughs> <laughs> or do you want to hear a fact about a waste? T-
3: trees. trees. Trees.
0: Okay. Every year, more than 18 million acres oh, no. of forest. <laughs> <laughs> disappear worldwide. That's oh about twenty seven soccer fields worth every minute. Alright, you know what? I'm gonna oh give you a God. positive fact. I'm gonna give you positive <laughs> fact here. Alright. Sorry. This is uh we gotta end on a positive note. I actually think that this is a uh Yeah. We can save seventy five thousand trees each How? year if we recycled the paper used on the daily run of the new york times alone
1: oh well i read the online version so you're welcome welcome.
3: online version but let's talk about all the shitty junk mail we get like what purpose does that serve like oh in the mail yeah i know i thought i
1: went paperless with pico and pgw and they still send me mail all the time what's that about i don't know
0: you know, you know what I—I—I I, I, I changed my mind. I have, I have another topic that I wanted to end things on. Okay. Sorry. Uh, and, and this is a truly op- optimistic uh, topic. Um, do you find that, um, in light of the kind of the profundity of, of the the existential threat that we face, that you also find the beautiful moments to be exaggerated as well? For example like let's say you see a um you know like a like a mother and child laughing together you know or something like that uh do, do you do you find like um kind of like just satisfaction in in that that human experience like and just kind of saying oh that's a nice a nice moment and is that more powerful now that you know that it is it the is finite. Is and we're all yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That you know might not last for like. Can can you appreciate being at the party, and can you appreciate you know the mate the junk the jungle juice that we all got, even knowing that you know at three o'clock like the cops are going to show up. <laughs> yeah. Can A you pr- can you appreciate like this rager that we're all having right now, like just knowing that you know are like are you able to kind of. Also, also ex- in, in, at the same time that you're able to ex- experience more like, uh, you know, a higher level of depression, say, or anxiety, <laughs> let's call it anxiety, do you also feel at certain moments the opposite, a, a yeah. higher sense of gratitude in, let's say, it's, it's seeing your dog, right? Like I a living animal. I seeing my dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
3: She's the best, but she, she eats a lot of meat. <laughs> <laughs> she- She's so <laughs> guilty about her. <laughs>
0: Um, or is it just a getting older thing? You know,
3: I don't know. I do. I know this isn't as positive as you were hoping to go, but there is something convenient about having climate change be this like greater anxiety, so that y- your other anxieties they seem small. Ma- <laughs> Seems small. That's a really right? good point. I like right. that a lot. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then there's That's also like
3: true. the little moments where you just want to give yourself a. A big pat on the back because you like didn't buy that thing, and right? You, like, right. Went out of your way to recycle something that you easily could have just seen yeah, in the trash. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like, oh yes, small win.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, it definitely gives you a sense of perspective. Yeah.
3: Yeah,
1: I I feel like one benefit of it being a very global um, threat now is that more people are trying to do stuff about it so it's hopeful to read about people doing all kinds of stuff now that i don't think they were doing like five ten years ago Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. even if it ultimately doesn't make a dent it's still (laughs) like well that's nice (laughs) we're trying
0: right the conversation is advancing even Mm -hmm. if if slowly Mm -hmm. yeah I mean, it's a conversation we're having.
3: Yeah, Mm -hmm. and I'm excited to come home to my dog every day. Did you see the SNL skit about dog?
1: Yeah, the (laughs) dog dating your. Oh my God, was the dog's name Doug? Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What is this about? This is dating your dog. It
1: was like my dog is my boyfriend.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You have a dog too, as well.
1: I do not know. Didn't you used to? I dogs it a lot. Okay. I talk about it more than I should. I remember you talking about dogs a lot.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: she does. Um, Joe, do you think having a dog uh, influences your not necessarily wanting to have kids? (laughs) (laughs) Does it fill that void?
3: It does fill the void a lot.
0: Okay. And they don't. Do you think you, you want another dog?
3: I don't know if I, I mean, maybe two dogs at some point, but my dog doesn't like other dogs. So it'll be once she has become one with earth.
0: What happens Before more have, more frequently? You wish your dog was more like a kid or you, you wish other people were more like dogs?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I just wish my dog liked other dogs and make having her mm. a little bit more... More of a social experience. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But. I mean, the the worst. The best thing about dogs is that they, especially my dog, she barely barks. She's just like this silent angel. Yeah. Like kids like talk and you have to answer their questions. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And a big dog. A a big dog. I will
0: add like a big teddy bear.
3: Yeah. Yeah. She's a, she's a chunker. 65 pounds.
0: (laughs) We were Uh, just talking
3: about because I saw um, another friend's dog who's, like, a little more slender. (laughs) (laughs) Like, most dogs, like, like, bellies, like, they're kind of, like, barrel-chested and then their, like, bellies get, like, skinnier, like, towards their hind legs. Like, Uh my dog is just, like, a sausage. (laughs) Like, all the way. Like, one... (laughs) One girth from front to back, a little extra in the middle, but it doesn't get skinnier. I th- think dogs
0: are amazing animals. They really are. They are. Yeah. I think, and just just being interested in, in even human beings and psychology, yeah. you can be interested in dogs. I, I used to think that um, dogs experience the world in four dimensions because of scent. scent they yeah. can smell so, like what was there a week ago. Mm-hmm. So they really have a concept of time that, yeah. that we don't.
3: It's funny. Have you guys ever um, watched the HBO animated series Animals? No. It's basically, I think the premise, there's either like a bomb or maybe it's climate change, but basically humanity gets wiped out from New York City and it's just like the animals like taking over mm-hmm. well it doesn't get to that point until a few seasons in for a while it's just like the animals and then humans are there mm-hmm. okay so the financial
0: uh, crisis yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: but it's just funny to like it's just a funny show do just they like talk a, like the animals talk, mm-hmm. on the the animals show. talk. okay cool
0: do you guys watch a lot of nature videos when you're a kid i used to my favorite movie was this uh documentary about the Amazon rainforest that had a little frog on it. I, I think I watched it every day after school for like a year. I it wonder... was just like, and now the frog <laughs> is going to eat this cricket. <laughs> watch slowly. But it was like the 90s, so the yes. effects were you know, And they always had some worse. type of British accent. You couldn't mm-hmm. watch a yeah. nature video without
3: the narrator having a British accent. <laughs> I'm
0: sure he wasn't British, but he was just doing the British accent to, for sales.
3: <laughs> um...
0: Favorite animal? What's your favorite animal? A dog. Dogs?
1: Growing up, my favorite animal is always a pig. So I'll go with pigs. Pig. Are, my dog kind of looks like a pig.
0: Pigs, why? Because <laughs> for sustainability purposes? Because they take care of waste?
1: They take care of waste?
0: Mm. The pigs eat garbage.
1: I think I'm thinking a... of goats.
0: No, no, I'm thinking of pigs. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. <laughs>
1: I don't know i never owned a pig i just had like cute little pink a- think, animal imagery yeah, in i my... think
3: birds are pretty cool too like those things are around during the dinosaurs
0: birds yeah
3: it's crazy they can fly they can freaking fly
0: <laughs> you can't choose birds as your favorite animal that's like saying what's your favorite food and you're like uh, meat <laughs> 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 <It> <laughs> are...
3: birds walk all kinds of mammals <laughs>
0: what's your favorite food like organic material <laughs> What's your favorite bird?
3: Oh, I, I when I was growing up, I had little, like, um, budgies, budger garb, parakeets, as they're commonly known. To...
0: Parakeets? Are those the birds that talk?
3: You can train them to talk. Mine said it's pretty bird. I
1: recently learned this about JJ. I had
3: no idea. <laughs> she grew up with a series of birds.
0: <laughs> really? My
3: parents I... never let me have a dog growing up.
0: Oh, that explains so much. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you just reminded me. I had a dream the other night that um, I was living with a woman, and we had a parrot, and the parrot was our marriage counselor. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just repeating everything that each of us said.
3: Repeating everything that the woman said, or that
0: and both of us. It was oh, no, just That's, yeah, it was that's funny.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. Sometimes you just need to hear the same words in another voice. You know. <laughs>
1: You might have just invented a new business. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's our next sponsor, probably.
1: Bird therapy.
0: Oh, my God. You know, uh, Tyler on our soccer team has a chinchilla. No,
1: he doesn't. He
0: does. He does. Pets <laughs> are getting weirder, I tell you. You know what I saw climbing up my facade the other night? Was it a lizard? Uh, n- no, no. It was a, um, a sugar glider do you know these things they're australian it's like a it's a marsupial but it's kind of the it's the size of a bat but it (laughs) doesn't have wings it's it's kind of it kind of i didn't know what it was because i never heard of it i had to like
2: how how do you google Google you saw?
0: (laughs) i googled like rodents pets wild animals but it's definitely it was a sugar glider and it's australian and it's like it's been brought over by like (laughs) <laughs> the chinese or whatever <laughs> like there's this whole like it's pet trade industry <laughs> yeah but but people it's a difficult pet because they're not you know they're not supposed to be Is that so it's be be like the pet? Spotted, spotted dragonfly
3: of philadelphia <laughs> are, <laughs> like, are we going to be are,
0: stepping really,
1: on them and smashing them it
0: was so weird because they have huge eyes like koala bears mm. so it was climbing my facade and i looked at it and i was like ha uh, 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 cuz i was kind of yeah. kind of like startled how big and it was just it just stared at me it was like the size of a bat. It was the size of my hand, but its really? head was like half, was the size of its torso. You know, like its head was half of it.
2: Mm.
1: That's crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. So you think it was an escaped pet? You don't think it's I definitely like, think it you was don't think sca- there's a group of wild, what sugar, you call it? Sugar gliders? No, I was going to say was, sugar daddies.
0: <laughs> sugar gliders. I, I think it was an escaped pet, but it was really bizarre.
1: I've had mm. a lizard in my apartment recently. Was I telling you guys that? A
0: wild lizard?
1: I don't know where it came from. It was just running across my floor. Wasn't this when you
3: first mm. moved in or is it more recent?
1: It was ago? a little bit ago, but when you said, guess what I saw? I thought you were going to say a lizard and I was like, oh, say we've one. uncovered the elaborate. I don't know.
0: <laughs> what kind of lizard? I don't,
1: I don't know types of lizards. Cassian lizard.
0: <laughs> By what kind? I mean like how big was it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was probably like an inch long. It was tiny. Ooh. Okay. An Inch, I thought it was a cockroach, and I was like, "No, that's a lizard." Oh,
0: wow! Are you guys gonna ask me what my favorite animal was? What <laughs> is your favorite
1: <laughs> animal, Henry?
0: <laughs> the three-toed sloth.
1: Why is that?
0: Um, just because it was different. It was different. I don't know.
1: So you identified with that?
0: Yeah, yeah, I think so. It was lazy. It made me feel productive. Um, Okay, so you guys have any last things that that you want to plug, any uh, special events coming up, Um, any pressing uh, issues, uh, projects that you particular, things that are nagging at you, driving you, motivating you, shout outs, anything?
1: Um, PWD has a new drink.
0: The Philadelphia Water Department.
1: The Philadelphia Water Department has a new um, "Drink Philly Tap" campaign where you can take the pledge to drink tap water instead of bottled water because apparently forty percent of Philadelphians drink bottled water, mm. which is very wasteful. And um,
0: I think that's a great idea.
1: Expensive, yeah. You know what? So I, take I, the pledge.
0: You know what I think uh, the Water Department should should do with the, the the whole tap water campaign is I think they should um, sell bottles of it. <laughs> they, should, they should sell sell <laughs> bottles of tap water. At people a, would buy that. People buy anything. They'll like buy bottles of bar? tap water.
2: Is not, this the, is
3: this the, the not, bar you want to open that just sells water?
0: Philly tap, yeah. Kind <laughs> <and not of.
3: laughs> help with the single-use plastic issue. <laughs> no, I would just um like to encourage people. You know, the holidays are coming up, so as they yeah. think about their gifts and everything, um I'm really looking to. To shopping local and staying off off Amazon, mm-hmm. supporting local businesses, not
2: mm-hmm.
3: wasting a ton of cardboard, yeah. <laughs> or emitting cart. because like, I think there's there's this type of um, this thought that I feel, feel like it was people are having because oh I'm not driving in my car to go get this yeah mm-hmm. um so. I'm not harming the environment with my online shopping problem. And you may be harming less than if you were driving to go get all your purchases. Mm. But um, it still is harmful, the environment where you're able to go walk out on your lunch break or on your neighborhood commercial corridor and Mm -hmm. support local businesses or take SEPTA to many of the very cool things around Philadelphia right now where you can... um, buy stuff that yeah it's a great alternative to
0: to Amazon I'm really I'm really happy you brought up uh, the issue with shopping at Amazon because another idea I had similar to the bottled uh, tap water is um <laughs> just is is an AM, Amazon retail shop okay it's but like weren't they
1: trying to do that yeah. it's called
0: it's like a, it's sort of like a department store but it's mm-hmm. Amazon <laughs> it just it's like sells like, a bunch of stuff you that you can buy on Amazon Costco, yeah. but it's just Um. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's that. So, yeah. Happy holidays. Mm. Or
3: just don't buy people things. Do like experiences. Go support. The yeah. Arts.
0: Oh, I'm so bad at gifts. I'm really, really awful. I'll probably just get my my mom and grandma, and my uncles and aunts, probably coasters. <laughs> <laughs> See that whole stack of coasters, I by the way. Thanks for that. using them, guys. <laughs>
1: Why do you have so many? Is this a collection thing you That's do when awesome. you those w- travel? Dresden? Sustainability.
0: <laughs> Sustainability. All right. Thank you once again for, for tuning in. <laughs> this has been another fantastic episode of Climate Change Therapy. Thank you to Marie McQueen and JJ Joy. And thank
1: you to Hank Felsman. Thank you. Yep. Thank, thank you. Hank thank you, guys. Would,
0: did you enjoy yourself? Will you come on again? Sure. Soon? Okay. <laughs> I hope so. Um, all right, happy holidays. Uh, stay off Amazon. Wait, oh, <laughs> I had actually. <laughs> I had one one more thing I wanted to bring up. If people could, the the same people that invented bottled water did they also come up with gift certificates? <laughs> <I don't laughs> gift know. certificates are the most ridiculous <laughs> gift. It's like here's a hundred dollars, and in return you get a hundred dollars worth of credit where you have to spend <laughs> at this one location. Anyway, that's a that's a. Uh,
3: like and you better not lose it, <laughs> <Or> <laughs> <they're> like, uh, <laughs> both of us. <laughs>
0: it's probably the same adventure, inventor. Inventor. Um, all right. And once again, it's November eighteenth. Well, now it's nineteenth. Oh my god. What Scott? And Wait. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks, Marie and JJ. I'll talk to you guys soon. Goodbye. Goodbye. Happy